You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about The Bachelor, some false advertising on their end. I'm going to talk about the spoilers that I am going to give you later on this week. And we've got Rachel Lindsay reacting to the Chris Harrison podcast. I don't know if you heard that, uh, but she had a few things to say. What have I predicted for the last two months in regards to TJ Holmes and Amy Robach? The decision came down, and it's not surprising if you've listened to the Daily Roundup for the last couple months. And I'm going to talk about the traders. I told you I was going to give you the weekend to talk about it. I went a little early. I talked about it Friday night on my Instagram Live, and it's up on my Instagram. But I'm going to give you my thoughts on it in case you did not want to listen on Friday and you've watched the whole thing by now. And we will get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You guys, this is a hell of a deal. You go to HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteve21 and use code RealitySteve21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteve21 and use code RealitySteve21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, let's get started. As you know, The Bachelor starts one week from tonight. Wow, that kind of moved pretty quickly. Because remember, after Paradise ended, we're like, well, it's not going to be on for another two months. It's not airing the first Monday in January like it has for the last 15 years. But we're finally here. Well, a week away. It's going to air next Monday night. And we don't know the schedule. We don't know if they're going to double up on some weeks. But we know that, um, what is it, Monday, April 3rd is the national championship game for college basketball. So we don't think it's going to end on that night. It's got to either or air on that night. So you figure they got to finish before then. And if they do, that means they're going to have to double up at some point. But anyway, I saw a, (laughs) I saw kind of a headline uh, this weekend. It was on E online. And I I think it was from like a week ago, but I, I saw it on E online because E online has their own bachelor section, like bachelor scoop. So all their bachelor news is in one area. And one of the headlines for it said, Bachelor cast member threatens arson in new explosive trailer. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, really? Like, that's your hook? You really think someone on this show is threatening arson? And you know why they use that headline? Because if you've seen one of the previews, they got three or four previews running right now. But if you've seen one of the previews, you see one of the women on the show think it's Cat Carter. I think. I could be wrong. I didn't look at it long enough. I think it's Cat Carter. And Cat Carter only lasts two episodes. So it's either the first or second episode. And you hear, if it is Cat, say, if I don't get a rose, I'm burning this house down. <laughs> and yet E takes the liberty to just throw out in a headline, someone on the show threatens arson. I mean, come on, people. I know you're looking for a clickbait. I know you want to get people to read your stories, but that's just so stupid. The girl isn't threatening arson, for Christ's sakes. Really? If I don't get a rose, I'm going to burn this house down. Oh, arsonist. There's an arsonist on the show. Yeah, she's really going to do that. 
Good God. It's just so dumb. Come on. Be better than that, ABC. You know, I, I get you need your hooks, and I get you need your people to tune in, and you got to convince them that this season is different than others, whatever the case may be, but come on. that you got to do better than that. That's such a, it's such a misleading headline and so wrong in so many ways. Is it even funny to joke about that, that someone's threatening arson on the show? I don't think so. The other thing I wanted to mention in regards to The Bachelor, I mentioned it last week, and I am going to put it out there probably on Wednesday of this week, where, as I told you last week, I've heard some more things about night one, I've heard some more things that happened while still in L.A., and I've heard some more things while they travel. No, it's not about the ending of the season, it's just more information and or, I guess you can call them spoilers, Um, Just things to look out for, things that happen this season. So I guess if it's going to happen, it's a spoiler. However, I don't have a lot of details behind them. So I am going to give you the gist, since I haven't given you anything since November 15th, I will give you the gist of what to look for and the things that I heard that do happen at some point uh, during the season. Like I said, I haven't posted anything since November 15th. If you want to go check out anything and you're just tuning in and you're just like, okay, we're getting ready for Bachelor season, what does Reality Steve put out there? It's on my website. You go to spoilers. The drop-down list is right there. It'll say Bachelor Zach Spoilers. If you're on mobile, just go to Zach Spoilers. You'll see the tab right there. Just click on that. It'll bring you right to the latest page, which is all the spoilers I know up to the final three women, which are Ariel, Katie, and Gabby. Now, in terms of what I said and in terms of what I'm putting out there this week, I just want everyone to calm down with it when I put that out there. Because I'm not going to have details and I know you're going to have questions. So all I ask is read what it's out there. You're going to see it play out, but it might play out, I don't know, differently than than what I heard. It's like just the basics of, hey, this is what I'm hearing happens, but I don't have any details behind it, at least not yet. Maybe I'll find out before the episode actually airs what exactly it is. And like I said, some of it is from night one. Some of it is while they're still in L.A., So episode two or three, and then some of it is once they travel. So it's just more information, more uh, spoilers, I guess, to add. And I I will add it into my spoiler page so it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. But look for that. That's coming on Wednesday. I'll just say it right now. Yeah, I'll put it out there on Wednesday. So look for that and um, just tap the brakes when... Uh, when you hear it, especially one of them, because I know you're going to have a lot of questions surrounding it. And there's definitely other podcasts that are going to cover it. And it's just, I, w- I hopefully I can find out more. Maybe after I put it out there, I'll end up hearing more. That usually happens a lot of the times where I put something out there, spoiler wise, that maybe I don't have a lot of details on. And I just kind of lay it out there like, hey, this is what I'm hearing. And then shortly thereafter, Um, more information starts rolling in about it. So hopefully by putting it out there, I will get more details to fill you in on and kind of go from there. But this is stuff you're all going to see. It's just a matter of how you're going to see it and what's actually shown. I think there is a chance because I don't edit the show. I guess there's a chance that it doesn't even get shown and you're just going to know something that happened behind the scenes. So we'll be on the lookout for that. I don't want to spend too much time in regards to Rachel Lindsay uh, responding to Chris Harrison. 
She listened to his first podcast, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. You know why? Because Rachel didn't, so there really isn't any need to break it down. Rachel put it as succinctly as you could. She goes, all you had to do was listen to his first few minutes of that and realize what you were getting. What was the first thing that Chris said in that podcast, essentially? Who was he doing that podcast for? You guys. Quote, unquote, his fans. So, do you think his fans wanted to hear about Rachel? No, they didn't. <laughs> and and Rachel said, like, yeah, the second he said that, I knew you weren't getting anything. I knew he wasn't going to mention me. And I still disagree with her on that. I still, uh, like, when I said a thing about Rachel... I wasn't saying that Chris needed to talk about Rachel for five minutes. I wasn't even saying Chris needed to talk about Rachel for one minute. All I was saying was, I don't think it would have hurt him to say, hey, and I really am disappointed in the way I spoke to Rachel in that interview. Or, I'm really disappointed and I hate the fact that Rachel suffered a lot of hate and criticism for the things that I said. And left it at that. One sentence. I wasn't asking for a breakdown because clearly... As Rachel saw it, and now looking back on it, yeah, that podcast was for the supporters of Chris. And the supporters of Chris hate Rachel, and they don't want to hear about Rachel. And they hate her for no reason, because other than they think she got him fired, which is about the stupidest take you could possibly have. So that was Rachel's take on the whole thing, was it was for his fans, so she didn't expect much, and he didn't deliver much. Uh, Van was very critical of what he said, and Van was kind of on, Van is, Van Lathan is uh, Rachel's co-host. Van basically said what I said, like, wow, he really towed the company line in that podcast. He just didn't give a lot of anything. You, you think he would have taken and talked a little bit deeper or in detail about things, and he didn't. So, um, but that was what Rachel said, in case you missed it. She didn't, she didn't attack him. She didn't call him names. So the people that already hate Rachel that are listening to this, you don't need to go attack her for anything because she didn't really say anything other than, yeah, the minute he said, I'm doing this show for you guys, that means his fans. That means the people that supported him. And the people that support him don't like Rachel and think she got him fired. So clearly he wasn't going to give them anything to fuel the fire towards Rachel anymore. I don't think one sentence would have been a bad deal, but, you know, what do I know? Anyway, that was all she said, and we can move on from that. Chris has a new podcast out today. Have not listened to it. If there's something major that comes from it, I will talk about it. But I don't want to spend every Monday or Tuesday listening to Chris's podcast and doing a breakdown of it because it's going to get old after a while. Um, Unless there is really something major that he spills that we had no clue about, that's the only time I'm really going to talk about it. So just be prepared for that. So if you've been listening to this daily roundup for at least the last two months, ever since TJ Holmes and Amy Roback were caught in an upstate New York cabin, you know what I've said. You know my take has been I'd be surprised if either of these two got their job back, and apparently they have not. Um, A source close to the situation says Amy and TJ are out at GMA. A decision has been made. The network is negotiating with them on their exit deals and an announcement. We'll see if they counter, if they sue. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but this shouldn't be surprising. Um, We've talked about this for two months. There's really nothing to get into. What is something to maybe get into is, once again, the Daily Mail gets pictures and videos of stuff that you're just like, wow. Over the weekend, 
Amy met up with estranged ex-husband Andrew Shue in New, in New York, in Manhattan, in the financial district. Oh, no, no. Sorry. They met, uh, let's see, where did they meet up? In Greenwich Village. And to hand off their dog. They co-own a dog, a multi-poo named Brody. And Amy, who had the pooch, was the first to arrive at their meeting just before 9 a.m. and walked the dog around the park as she waited for Andrew Shue. He appeared a few moments later, got the puppy, walked away. And there was some tense conversation uh, between them. The pair seemed cordial yet tense and distant as they spoke on the sidewalk briefly before breaking off and going their separate ways. She then made her way over to Lover T.J. Holmes' financial district apartment, where she has been spotted arriving and departing numerous times since their secret relation came to life. This is getting a little creepy now, isn't it? I mean, it's one thing to just talk about, hey, what's going to happen with TJ and Amy? Are they going to keep their jobs? Are they going to lose their job? I, that's fine. Uh, does the Daily Mail literally have a tracker on this woman? And, and TJ, she, she doesn't need to be followed out of her apartment on the street. They have a full video of her just walking the streets of New York. And then handing the dog off to Andrew and then him, them standing there and talking, quote unquote, having it be really tense. I just think it's, a, it's getting to be a bit much. Like, I don't care about their dog handoffs, you know? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, the way I've felt about the paparazzi has always been the same. I think it's a disgusting job. And I can't believe the people that do it. And I can't believe that, you know, look, I, I know that we all love gossip and we all love seeing celebrities out in the open and stuff like that. But this is not that it's an invasion of a privacy because she's literally just walking down the street. She's in a public place. Like if they caught her in a private place and took video, then yes. But this is I guess this is what we would just call the price of being famous, because something as innocuous as you meeting your ex-husband and dropping off your dog is now being recorded. It's just it's just a bit much. And I get it. This is what you sign up for. These people are making millions of dollars a year. Big deal that they're being recorded as they walk their dog. I mean, yeah, it's easy for you to say that, who's not in that position and not going through a major scandal right now. It just seems a bit much. I hate it. I hate watching paparazzi swarm people. And I know it's a thing, but I'm just I just I, I I don't I just got I'm gonna call it out when I see it and that's a bit much to 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 carry this. Let's talk about Amy and TJ as a couple and if or not they should lose their job and I don't know maybe they're gonna sue and they think this is you know they shouldn't be fired for having a relationship and you know maybe there's something in the writing we don't know anything about their contracts so if they do sue we're just not gonna know a lot but yeah I think that this is. Uh, this is a bit out of line and it's a bit much for the Daily Mail, but this is what the Daily Mail does and it's disappointing to say the least. Now, I'm going to end today's podcast talking about the traders. I promoted it all last week. You had Rachel Riley on my podcast on Thursday. If you were around on Friday night, I went live on my Instagram story, 90 minutes with Rachel. And if you missed it, it's on my Instagram feed, so you can actually check it out once you've already watched The Traders, because basically, I had Rachel on to talk about the questions that I had, we talked about the spoilers, we talked about how the show went, all that stuff, so if you listen to it and you haven't seen the show, you're going to be spoiled. I would suggest watching The Traders 
and then going to check out the Instagram live that we did on Friday night, which is sitting. It's the first post right now on my Instagram feed. So you can check it out. It's not even in my stories. It's on the main feed. Now, two of the biggest questions that I had for Rachel on Friday night. And if you have not, I'm going to talk spoilers now. So if you don't want to hear the spoilers for the traders, you can pretty much sign off for the rest of this uh, episode, because this is going to go through for the next probably four or five minutes. And if you, missed or you if you want to hear it then keep listening if not and you want to go back and listen later you can do that or you can go check out the Instagram feed and and listen to Rachel and I discuss it but my biggest thing and I and I couldn't believe this and I don't know I I know why I thought it but my thought process was wrong the whole time I watched the traders all 10 episodes the whole time I was watching it I was under the impression that the faithful knew that there were three traders chosen in the beginning, in the first episode. In the first 30 minutes, when Alan Cumming chose Sari, Cody, and Christian, for whatever reason, I thought they all knew it was three, and the 17th faithful had to figure out who the three were. But I went back and watched the first episode, and Alan didn't say, I'm choosing three. He just said, now it's time to choose the traders. I think maybe I was thrown off because every time some of the faithful were guessing in the early episodes. They usually threw out three names, but it wasn't until like, I believe it was the second to last episode when Andy said something to the effect. And I went back and I tried to find the quote. I thought it was the last episode, but it wasn't. So it must've been second to the last, but Andy made a, in an ITM, they basically said something to the effect of, well, if we, flush out this person, I know there will be no traders left. And and I was like, wait a sec, well, how, how, how do you know that? And And it just didn't make any sense to me. And then when I talked to Rachel about it on Friday night, I had even talked to her earlier in the day because it was the one thing, like right when the right when I was done watching the the whole season on Friday during the day, I spoke to Rachel on the phone. I'm like, Oh, wait, you guys didn't know the whole time there were three? Like the initial traders were three? And she goes, no. I was like, oh, man, no wonder. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, they did not know it was it was three. And for whatever reason, I thought they did. The second thing that I asked Rachel, and I'm sure he's going to talk about it whenever he does podcasts or does interviews, since a lot of the contestants are doing interviews, including your winner, Suri, who did an interview with Us Weekly, which kind of shed some light on my next question, which was, why did Ari quit? I didn't understand when they were down to the final four of Ari, Andy, Quentin, and Suri, and Suri decided to continue the banishment. Why did Ari quit? And Rachel basically said Ari was not liking the politics of it. He didn't want to have to basically throw Suri under the bus, which is essentially what if he what he would have had to have done at that point and basically tell Quentin and Andy, Hey, she recruited me. She's been a traitor this whole time. You guys are being fooled by her. And it sounded like by Ari's answer and what I read, what Sari said afterwards, Ari just didn't want to go that route. And he just didn't want to say anything negative about Sari and, and really throw anybody under the bus and wasn't into the whole politics of the show. That's what Rachel said. And then if you listen to or read Ceree's 
post-show interview with Us Weekly. They interviewed her as the winner of the show. She said something that we were never shown. She had basically, I don't know if you want to call it brainwashed, but she had completely convinced Quentin and Andy that she was a faithful. And Quentin and Andy basically were never going to listen to what Ari said to them, and it would be seen as a last-ditch effort, and Sari knew that. And that's why she went to banishment, because she knew either Ari, if they went to a vote, Andy, Quentin, and Sari were going to vote Ari out, and Ari had no chance. And maybe Ari saw that writing on the wall, and that's why he eliminated himself. But unbelievable gameplay by Sari. I mean, it was amazing. And even in that interview, she said it. She goes, my name was never thrown out there. Nobody suspected me. And they didn't. And that's how great of a game she played. And yes, she turned on Andy and she turned on Quentin in the end and got the money for herself. But, I mean, it's a game. And Sari, at no point, I mean, Quentin and Andy, you can be mad at her, but you also got to be mad at yourself because at no point did you ever think that she was a traitor. It never crossed your mind. She had you completely convinced that she wasn't. So uh, we talk about this and a whole bunch of other stuff. I would go check it out. It was a great talk with Rachel. Uh, what a what a bubbly, fun person to uh, talk to. I know she's gotten a bad rap in some of her uh, reality shows that she's been on as a as a complainer and a crier and stuff like that. I've had nothing but great interactions with her. I think she's wonderful. But I um, it was a great talk. It's on my Instagram feed. So if you want to watch the traders and then go listen to that, because you'll get a lot of things answered. We I took I I asked questions that I had for her. We took questions from the audience. It was a, it was a lot of fun, and Rachel was very gracious in giving me ninety minutes of her time on a Friday night to talk traders because I had finished it earlier that day, and I was like, Rachel, I got to talk about this with somebody. Like I really enjoyed this, and I want to talk about it. And I was like, maybe we can do a live. Will you come on later if I do a live? She goes, Yeah. Let me just you know put my girls to bed, and I'll come on. And we did it eight thirty Central Time Friday night. And it's on my Instagram feed, so check that out. But great show, so much fun. If you watched it, you know it was it was really good TV. I can't. I hope they have a second season because that was very enjoyable. So thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Again, much appreciated. In an hour, the Sports Daily will be up. I'll give you my thoughts on all the playoff games this weekend, including a take that you probably haven't heard. Uh, over the weekend or maybe even early this morning about the games, including one game in particular that I don't think it's a take that anybody has because I don't think they really did a deep dive into the game to see exactly what happened. But that's coming up in an hour. Thank you all for listening to the Daily Roundup, and we are back again tomorrow with another episode. So until then, I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you!